Hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumours from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK, and each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. In the last show, we covered the movie Captain America The Winter Soldier. That episode, along with all previous episodes, is available now on all major podcasting platforms, including probably whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this last week's movie, we've been watching the Pixar movie, Brave. But I'll get back to that a little bit later in the show. How's everyone been doing this past week? Well, I've been busy, busy, busy at work. I completely wrecked my studio. I, I took it all to pieces so that I could take photos of all of the staff members. It is an absolute mess in there. I'm looking forward to rebuilding it so I can start doing more videos again. But currently, I don't think I'll be doing one this next week, unfortunately, just because I've still got more photos to be able to take. And also on Tuesday, I think it is, I'm going out to do some photos for an upcoming project that we're doing at work as well. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's been a busy week really when it comes to photos and videos and things like that speaking of which i actually went to leeds earlier in this week where i went to an event that one of our like suppliers was putting on it's hickvision the people who make like security cameras and things like that they make them all over the world but uh, yeah so i went to their event and it was fun I, I learned a lot of things about their systems of course i'm relatively new to the uh, industry that i'm in or, or should i say uh, i've i've been working in it for many 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 years but i've not worked in it from a support provider section for a long time so uh, yeah i'm kind of adjusting to all of the other things that they offer for support as well such as telecoms and cctv and things like that so uh, no it was good to be able to learn a lot of things a lot of it i already knew because with it being camera based it was kind of it was almost like me learning about photography and videography but just from a security perspective anyway so yeah no it was really interesting anyway and also i won a little goodie bag as well i got things like a, a usb drive i got a notebook i got a couple of water bottles a cap which is good because i always wear caps all the time um but yeah then i got some like cheaper things like a like a really cheap folding mouse and another notebook and things like that. I just gave those away at work to people, put in little uh, quizzes for people to be able to answer questions. But uh, yeah, I've, they're all going to get used in some way, shape or form anyway. I also had my COVID booster shot yesterday as well. And by gosh, I'm feeling it today. I'm tired. I'm aching everywhere, especially in my arm. Uh, so yeah, I am really, really feeling it, and I didn't really feel that hungry earlier either as well. It's really taking it out of me this time. I didn't feel like the the last one had taken it out of me this much. Maybe later in the week I was maybe tired, but no, today it's completely wrecked me. But yesterday we did go out to um, a local abbey called Rufford Abbey, and we took the kids out in the evening. They stayed up quite late, actually. They usually go to sleep at about 7 o'clock. We start reading them bedtime stories earlier than that, of course. Uh, but, yeah, we went there about half past 6, which is about 40, 45 minutes away from where we live, actually. And they were putting on a really nice light display. And, uh, of course, you paid to be able to go. We paid for our family to be able to go. And the kids absolutely loved it. I have actually posted some photos over on Instagram of uh, like some of the, like, the areas that they had and the colours that you would be able to see whilst you were there. And also, Rufford Abbey actually shared out the photos I'd taken from the D Plus Club as well, which was quite 
quite interesting. Of course, over on the D Plus Club, you can't see any photos of the kids on there. But anyone who is friends with me on my personal Instagram, of course, I did also post some family photos on there. And one of those is actually now my lock screen on my phone, actually, because it was such a nice photo of my wife and kids, I thought... I want to put that on the lock screen of my phone. It's really, really nice. So, uh, yeah. No, we had a really, really nice evening. We also stopped for a Starbucks on the way back because it was late. I was tired and I just needed to keep myself awake while driving. But uh, my wife was happy. She loves when the uh, Starbucks toffee nut latte is on at this time of year. So uh, she, she was more than happy to be able to stop and be able to grab a coffee on the way back. But, yeah, we had an absolutely wonderful evening. And I also posted some other photos over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord as well for people to be able to see the the place that we've been to and yeah it was lovely so anyone from the UK it's sold out now for this year but uh, if you live close to Rufford Abbey I highly advise booking into Spectacle of Light next year so uh, yeah Apart from that, hopefully everyone else has had a good week. Drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club to let me know how you've been doing. Now, though, it's time for the news. And of course, how can I start the news this week without covering all of the announcements from Disney Plus Day? Of course, we got a lot of announcements on Disney Plus Day, so I won't go super in depth into absolutely everything. But first, let's start with an offer that Disney currently has on. If you're new or even a returning customer, you can currently join Disney Plus for either $1.99 or £1.99, respectively, for just one month before switching, of course, to the regular, regular price plan. This is actually really interesting because it shows that Disney are really pushing to gain new subscribers. Disney also announced this last week that Disney Plus currently has 118.1 million subscribers, which is only two years after its launch. So they're absolutely huge numbers for a, a relatively young streaming service. Disney also released some special merchandise for Disney Plus Day last week on the Shop Disney website with t-shirts featuring Luca, Raya and many more. Disney also celebrated Disney Plus Day in the Disney parks on Friday by literally rolling out a physical blue carpet for Disney Plus Day. It looked really good, actually. I'm really glad that they were able to do this. Also, the castles and some of the other iconic structures in the parks really took blue at night to be able, be able to celebrate Disney Plus Day. And also a special pin and hat were given out to celebrate the day. Honestly, I wish I had that hat. I've been looking on eBay, actually. Don't tell my wife, although she will probably listen to this and say, no, you can't have it. Not because she doesn't approve or anything, literally just because they're so expensive. Shipping things like that over from the US is so, so expensive. So if anyone has a spare, please don't hesitate to drop me a message because I really, really would like this hat. I probably will end up getting one at some point in some way, shape or form. But uh, yeah, it was really nice of Disney to be able to do this just to celebrate Disney Plus Day, especially in the parks as well. Let's start now, though, with some Disney Plus Day announcements, starting with the Disney and Pixar announcements. Disney announced that next summer they will be releasing a new animated series based on Baymax from Big Hero 6. We even got a sneak peek trailer where Baymax can be seen helping a wide range of different people. I actually really liked the look of this trailer. My son and I really, really enjoyed Big Hero 6, so it's nice to be able to see Baymax featured again in a, a new Disney project. Of course, there was the animated series as well. However, it's nice to be able to see him in his fully animated form. You can't really grasp from a, a 2D animation that uh, just that big puffy sort of, yeah, just 
it looks like a big balloon, basically. Here's a robot big balloon. So, uh, yeah, no, it was really, really nice to be able to see this trailer. And I'm really, really looking forward to this series. All we've got so far is that it will be released sometime next summer. So stay tuned for more information on that. Over on Twitter, Scrub star Zach Braff and Gabrielle Union announced that their new Cheaper by the Dozen film will be released in March of 2022. I recently heard Zach talking about the film briefly on his own podcast, which is Fake Doctor's Real Friends, and it sounds like they had an absolute blast filming this, so I'm really looking forward to being able to check this one out. My wife really enjoyed the original films, and she's a bit apprehensive about the new one, so I'll have to wait and see how that one turns out. And also, after speaking about this only the other week, actually, Disney announced this past week that a sequel film to the upcoming animated movie, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, is already in the works. The sequel will be titled Roderick Rules, which is also the title of the sequel book. The first Diary of a Wimpy Kid animated film is due for release on December 3rd. Also, this is completely unrelated, but I have mentioned about this a few times, how I was getting close to finishing the Kingdom Keepers books with my son, and it just reminded me about a a book that's being turned into a Disney property as well. But I started reading the Percy Jackson books to my son this last week, so I'll let you know how they are. If you haven't read them before, so far the first one I'm reading, which is The Lightning Thief, is actually really good. So uh, yeah, I'll keep you up to date on what I think of those, because uh, of course we've got the new TV series which is currently in development. Moving on, the film Better Nate Than Ever, which I've spoken about a few times, which is based on the best-selling book of the same name, has been announced it will now release in spring of 2022. Also, it's been announced by Disney that the upcoming Romeo and Juliet adaptation, Rosaline, which will star Caitlin Dever and is based on the book When You Were Mine, will be released at some point during 2022. I'm actually really looking forward to this. It'll be interesting to see a different side of this story. I haven't actually heard of the book before. I know I've spoken about it a few times, but I didn't realise that was based on a book so i'll maybe have to find out a little bit more about that as well disney also released the first trailer for the upcoming the proud family louder and prouder series which is due to be released in february of 2022 this past week also we were treated to a preview image of the upcoming hocus pocus 2 film which shows, shows the sanderson sisters on screen it's actually really interesting to be able to see some people online who have actually combined this preview image that we got this past week with uh, one of the original preview images and it actually looks like they've done a really really good job with being able to match up things like the clothing and things like that and yeah it looks like it could be really really good so i'm looking forward to finding out some more about this moving on disney also announced this past week that they are developing a live action the spider week chronicles series for disney plus there are no further details on the release as of yet so we don't have a, any kind of release window however we were treated to a logo and also some concept art for the series one of which includes a unicorn i haven't i don't know much about the spider week chronicles so forgive me on that but yeah a unicorn <laughs> so yeah my I don't know what it's like, but my daughter loves unicorns, so uh, I've got this feeling, though, that it might not be aimed at her age group. So, uh, yeah, as soon as I find out some more information on this, I'll be sure to let you know, because, of course, we don't have any sort of filming dates or release date as of yet. I also saw an announcement for another Disney Plus animated series called Tiana 
which will follow the newly crowned princess on a new musical adventure. Of course, it's based on the hit movie The Princess and the Frog, and the series is due to be released on Disney Plus sometime in 2023. It's interesting that they're going to be releasing this, actually, because they are actually turning uh, the Splash Mountain rides in both California and Walt Disney World into a Princess and the Frog-themed ride. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if there are any elements of the upcoming TV series that are going to be adapted into this ride, or whether the ride will exist separately maybe just before the film. Uh, Apparently it's going to be set sometime around the end or after the film. I don't know any further information on it yet other than the preview images that we've seen of the upcoming adaptation of this ride, which honestly... I'm a little bit disappointed about it, if I'm honest. My wife will say the exact same thing. We absolutely love Splash Mountain. Don't get me wrong, I understand why they're doing it. But yeah, we absolutely love Splash Mountain. And it's our first ride on every single trip. But uh, yeah, as soon as I find out any more information about either this series or, of course, about the change on Splash Mountain... I'll be sure to let you know. Moving on, a new Zootopia Plus series has been announced that will be released sometime in 2022. The series will dive deeper into the lives of some of the feature film's most intriguing characters, including Fru-Fru, the newly married Arctic Shrew, Gazelle's talented Tiger Dancers, and the sloth full of surprises, Flash. Personally, I'm actually really looking forward to finding out more about my favourite character, who is Flash the Sloth. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, keep you up to date on this one. Of course, over here in the UK, the film actually did have a different title, which was Zootropolis. So I'm wondering whether here in the UK it will be called Zootropolis Plus. So I'll be keeping an eye on that one if we find out any more information on that. We also received further confirmation that both Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy will be reprising their roles for the upcoming Cars on the Road series, which is scheduled for release on Disney Plus next year. Along with the announcement, we also received some concept art for the series, which includes a monster truck, dinosaur trucks, and also some kind of destruction derby type image. I'm not really too sure on exactly what that one was. I'm actually really looking forward to finding out more about this series, and I know that my son will absolutely love it. He has watched Cars... Oh, I've lost count of the amount of times he's watched all of the Cars films. He, he always changes which one is his favourite film as well. So, uh, yeah, no, really looking forward to being able to find out more about this. And it sounds like it's going to be a nice little adventure for both Mater and Lightning as well. 20th Century Studios also announced that they have some upcoming projects in development, including Prey, which will serve as the next film in the Predator franchise. It will be available on Hulu in the US and Disney Plus internationally sometime in 2022. Prey is set in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. The action thriller follows Naru, the skilled warrior who fearlessly protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. This actually sounds really interesting, and I did buy all of the Predator films not long ago, and I don't... I think I've maybe watched one of them, and I'm not even sure which one it is. I watched one of them a few years ago, and I think I probably need to watch both the Predator and also the Alien films all the way from the very beginning at some point, because I feel like I'm going to be missing out on this series once it comes around. Disney also officially announced the film No Exit, which I spoke about a few weeks back. The suspense thriller follows Darby Thorne, played by Havana Rose Lou, a young woman who is stranded by a blizzard, and forced to find shelter at a highway rest area with a group of strangers. Similar to the other projects, this film will actually be released on Hulu in the US on Disney Plus internationally sometime in 2022. 
Of course, this is based on a book, and I actually bought the book not long ago on Amazon. I think I remember talking about it when it was very first announced, or when the rumours very first started, shall I say. And I said that I was going to have a look into actually buying this book, and it was on Amazon for like £1.99 or something really strange like that. I'll have to have a look. I may have said about it closer to the time, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give this book a read because it sounds really, really, really interesting. So uh, yeah, I'll let you know what I think about that once I've read it. And finally, they announced The Prince which is an action movie set in a fairy tale world. Joey King stars as a young royal who is more comfortable with a sword than with a tiara and must save her kingdom from ruthless mercenaries. It has been directed by Levan Keat, I think that's how you say that, and the movie is scheduled for a summer 2022 release. I think I need to find out some more information about this because it does sound like it could be a really, really good project. Moving on though, Disney also released their full schedule of upcoming Marvel projects for Disney+, Plus, including She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Echo, Ironheart, Agatha House of Harkness, Secret Invasion, I Am Groot, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Marvel Zombies, what If Season 2, X-Men 97, which is a continued animated series of the 90s animated series, so it'll be interesting to see that when it comes out. I wonder if they're going to use the same theme song when they're opening it as well. I remember that some, for some reason. Anyway, uh, and also they announced Spider-Man Freshman Year, which will also be a new animated series. Also, I don't think that this will be set in the MCU or, of course, in any multiverse of the MCU, just with the rights that uh, Sony and Disney have over Spider-Man. But yeah, it'd be interesting to be able to see this one. Some of these, such as the Agatha series, Moon Knight, Echo, we already knew about. But other animated series, such as X-Men 97 and Marvel Zombies, were really nice to be able to see on this announcement. We're also treated to some teaser trailers for Miss Marvel, She-Hulk and Moon Knight, which all look really, really good. In an earnings call earlier this week, we did receive some updates that Miss Marvel would be released in summer of 2022. And both Moon Knight and She-Hulk will also be available sometime in 2022 also, more than likely after Miss Marvel has finished, I would say. On the same earnings call, it was also confirmed that the Star Wars series Andor would be released in summer of 2022 also, whilst the highly anticipated Rogue Squadron film is currently delayed until further notice, due to conflicts with director Patty Jenkins filming schedule. It was originally scheduled for a 2023 release, however it has now been completely removed from the filming schedule, so as soon as I find out any more information on this, I'll be letting you know. I was actually really looking forward to the Rose Squadron film as well, so I'm a little bit disappointed to be able to read this when I was putting the news together earlier today. And in the final Disney Plus Day announcements, it was confirmed that we'll be getting a few new National Geographic projects, including The Rescue, which has been released in cinemas in October, which brings alive one of the most perilous and extraordinary rescues in modern times, shining a light on the high-risk world of cave diving, the astonishing courage and compassion of the rescuers, and the shared humanity of the international community that united to save these boys. Also, Will Smith will now produce a six-part series titled Welcome to Earth, where Will is guided by elite explorers on an awe-inspiring journey, getting up close and personal with some of the most thrilling spectacles on the planet. From volcanoes that roar in silence, to deserts that move beyond our perception, 
and to animal swarms with their mind of their own. The series will debut on December 8th. And finally, the series Limitless, which will follow Chris Hemsworth, where he explores scientific research, which is shattering conventional wisdom about the human body, and offering a fascinating insight into how we can all unlock our body's superpowers to fight illness, perform better, and even reverse the aging process. Wow, I wish you could do that. Is there something to grow back my hair? I might have to watch this series and find out. This series will be released at some point in 2022. I will finish off on a little bit of non-Disney Plus Day news as well, though, because there was a lot of news on Disney Plus Day, but there was some other news throughout the week. Variety released a first-look image of the cast of the upcoming How I Met Your Father series, and Emilio Estevez confirmed to Deadline that his reason to not return for season two of Mighty Ducks Game Changers was just down to a age-old contract dispute. So, uh, yeah, it's really disappointing on that. I really enjoyed having him in the first series, but uh, like I said the other week, I really hope that we're able to bring back someone else from the original movies to be able to kind of take on that mentor role. And that's about it for the news this week. What are you most excited for in from this last week's news or Disney Plus Day news even? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D Plus Club. Or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Now, though, it's time for a brief break, and now I'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music, all day long. And SR Sounds. And now, you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Oh, yeah. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music, all day long. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music, all day long. So, what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Well, after a few quiet weeks, it was actually a really, really busy week. So busy, in fact, that we haven't been able to watch everything that was released on Disney Plus Day. I have watched a few things throughout the week and uh, watched a few things in my own time. Say, for example, I watched some stuff at work on my lunch as well. So, uh, yeah, let's get on to that. Of course, first of all, we did have the Doogie Camarola MD season one finale this week. And I have to say that I really enjoyed this season finale. There was a lot of conflict in it. And you got to see kind of the family bond and some of the storylines that we started earlier in the season come to a close and i was really really happy with how this first season turned out i do however hope that we'll be getting a season two on this series it was a really really nice season to watch it was nice it was just nice and easy to watch there was there was no concentrating you could just chill out and watch it and just become invested in these characters so yeah no, i really really enjoyed this season and i would definitely put it on my recommendations list so if you haven't checked out doogie camera md yet it has finished its first season run so you can catch all of the episodes now on disney plus and also i saw that the cast were out at disneyland in california this uh, disney plus day as well celebrating the disney plus special day so hopefully that's a good sign that uh, we'll hopefully be getting more of this series on the way also we watched olaf presents earlier today and i have to say that i was a little bit disappointed with it don't get me wrong it was nice to be able to see olaf telling these stories 
But I do wish they were a little bit longer. And I know it sounds silly because in the uh, in Frozen 2, I think it was when he did the story of Anna and Elsa, it was kind of just this short bit, but I was kind of hoping for a little bit more from these. Maybe even some longer attempts at Olaf singing some of these songs. But it, it was enjoyable, don't get me wrong. I just wish it was a little bit longer or maybe more of them. There were only, what, five of them, I think there was, something like that. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll see. There may be some more currently in development. Of course, there is a, a, just a plethora of Disney projects that uh, Olaf could retell. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see once we uh, find out more information on that. Also, earlier today, we did actually watch Home Sweet Home Alone. And whilst the first half of the film was kind of okay-ish... I really felt that in the last half, or maybe even the last kind of 40% of the film, it really came into its own. So, yeah, it was enjoyable. I would recommend you watch it, especially if you've watched the original. There are a lot of nods to the original, actually, and I thought that seeing the image of Buzz on the the preview images that were released would maybe be the only nod to the original film, but no, there's quite a few throughout. This won't be spoiling anything because you can see that uh, Buzz is a police officer, but the residence of the new family in this uh, movie is actually protected by McAllister Security, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, apparently, this is Kevin's company in the new film, and also apparently Kevin still likes to prank his brother at Christmas by calling into the police station and pretending that there is a child left at home alone. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thing to be able to find out. Like I say there's not really much of a spoiler. I won't spoil it for anyone who is going to watch because I really, really like how actually how this film ended compared to the original, well, first two movies. I, I actually haven't seen any of the other ones that, that have been made, like the third one or the other ones that have got different names. I have no idea. I say I've only seen the first two and also this one as well. But, yeah, I really liked how this... Uh, this home sweet home home alone ended and it kind of opens it up that we might be able to revisit some of these characters in the future so uh, yeah we'll see on that one as i spoke about earlier i also watched the marvel special and i have to say that i was i was kind of disappointed in this in air quotes special that they put on for uh, disney plus day because i would say that at least 60 percent of it was a recap of everything that's already been on disney plus which is brilliant if you've never seen them before because you get this kind of glimpse this almost like trailer of all of these different marvel series but to say that we only got 40 percent of things that are coming new yeah i was kind of disappointed at that and i was expecting a little bit more i did also watch the simpsons oh, what's it called plus anniversary is it anyway it, i actually quite enjoyed it but i was slightly disappointed that they didn't get some of the current voice actors who are voicing some of these disney properties in to be able to do the voices for their equivalent simpsons characters i just felt that especially goofy who was a, a main character actually in it actually as well as homer and uh, lisa and bart but especially goofy goofy's voice just sounded off to me and i don't think that they use the current voice actor who is doing goofy and it just didn't sound right uh, but no overall I, w I would say that i enjoyed it but just 
if you haven't watched it yet and you're planning on watching it, don't expect the original voice actors who are currently doing the uh, voice performances for some of these characters for Disney to actually be making an appearance. And it is only a short short as well. A short special? Anyway. But yeah, no, I, d- I did really enjoy it. And they're the only ones we've currently watched so far. I want to watch the special on Boba Fett. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. We haven't watched Chow Alberto, but there's probably time over the next couple of days to be able to watch that as well. And I also haven't started season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum yet. Or we haven't seen Shang-Chi and we haven't seen... um, Oh, no, we have seen Jungle Cruise previously. We did pay for that on Premiere Access. But, uh, yeah, there's a few things that we haven't yet got round to watching yet. But what have we got to look forward to this next week? Well, starting on Wednesday in the US, you'll be treated to three episodes of season one of Disney's Magic Bake Off. You'll also be getting Life Below Zero, The Next Generation, season three. And also four episodes of season one of Mickey's Bowtoons Party Palace Pals. Here in the UK on Wednesday, we'll be getting Marvel's Hit Monkey, Dope Sick, episode three. Family Guy, season 20, episode three. American Dad, Season 17, Episode 20. Last Man Standing, Season 9, Episode 17. Reservation Dogs, Episode 7. The Premise, Episode 4. American Horror Story Double Feature, Episode 5. Bless the Hearts, Season 2, Episode 15. Mix-ish, Season 1, Episode 14. The Great North, Episode 9. Seven Episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse, Season 1. Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, Season 4, Episode 8. Gabby Duran, Season 2, Episodes 1 through 12. Gigantosaurus, Episodes 47 through 52. Night Stalkers, Season 1. City of Dogs, Season 1. Vinnie Jones Rushes Toughest, Season 1. The State. Stranger Than Nature, Season 2. No Man Left Behind, Season 1. The X-Men spin-off series Legion, seasons 1 through 3. And actually, surprisingly, I found out that we already have Disney's Magic Bake Off here in the UK. I know that I said that I wanted to be able to watch this, and I haven't seen it on any of the announcements on Instagram or anything like that. But apparently we already have up to episode 9. Uh, so, no, up to episode 8, I think it is, of Disney's Magic Bake Off here in the UK. And this next week, we'll be getting episodes 9 through 11. So, yeah, no, it was really interesting to be able to see that. On Friday, we will all get Adventure Through the Walt Disney Archives. And in the US, you'll also get the Pixar Story. And also, A Muppet's Christmas, Letters to Santa, and A Puppy for Hanukkah. Whilst in the UK, we will get Jaguar Beach Battle, Little Giant, Water and Power, A California Heist, Ocean's Breath, Patagonia Wings, The Next Mega Tsunami, Port Security Hamburg, 1917, One Year, Two Revolutions, World's Biggest Tiger Shark, Hippo vs. Croc, Hawaii Sharks of the Fire Goddess, Clan of the Meerkats, 2019's Terminator Dark Fate, The Family Stone, Flight Plan, Kingdom of Heaven, and Love in the Forest. We'll also be getting Shook which focuses on Mia Brooks, who is an incredible dancer, but is afraid to dance, and is prevented from doing so by home responsibilities. This is until she meets a hip-hop crew that shows her a different way of dancing. Shook stars Sophia Wiley, uh, who many may know as Gina from High School Musical, the musical, the series. It actually sounds like quite an interesting one to be able to watch. I'm not sure if it's kind of my sort of thing but i have a feeling that my daughter might like to watch it so it might be the one that will 
put on in the background one day when uh, we've got nothing else that we really want to be able to all watch together and she can watch that. And that is about it for this week. What are you most looking forward to? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. Or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. I'm going to be taking another short break now though, but after that I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. Good day everyone. It's come to our attention that listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. And now it's time for the Weekly Movie Club. And as I mentioned earlier, this past week's movie has been the Pixar movie, Brave. So if you've never seen Brave before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, watch the film and come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. Now though, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. In medieval Scotland, we meet a young Princess Merida of the clan Dunbrock, who is given a bow and arrow by her father, King Fergus, for her sixth birthday to the dismay of her mother, Queen Eleanor. While venturing into the woods to fetch a stray arrow from her practising, Merida encounters a wild Will-o'-the-Wisp. Soon afterward, Mordu, who is a huge demon bear, attacks the family. Merida flees on a horseback with her mother, Eleanor, whilst Fergus and his men fend off Mordu, though the fight costs him one of his legs. Ten years later, Merida, who is now a big sister to the identical triplets Harris, Hubert and Hamish, discovers that she is to be betrothed to marry the son of one of her father's ally clans. Eleanor explains that a failure to consent to the betrothal could harm Dunbrock, reminding Merida of a legend of a prince whose pride and refusal to follow his father's wishes destroyed his kingdom. The allied clan chieftains and their firstborn sons arrive to compete in the Highland Games for Merida's hand in marriage. The sons are presented to Merida in a ceremony at the castle Dunbrock, where Merida decides the events that will decide her fate. She chooses archery and twists the rules, announcing that as her own clan's firstborn, she is eligible to compete for her own hand. She easily beats her suitors in the archery contest, shaming the other clans, and after a heated disagreement with Eleanor, she runs away to the forest. Again, the wisps appear, leading her to the hut of an elderly witch. Merida bargains for a spell to change her fate, and the witch gives her an enchanted cake. When Merida gives Eleanor the cake, it transforms her into a bear, unable to speak, but still retaining most of her human consciousness. Merida's father discovers a bear in the castle, and believing it to be Mordu, he gathers the clans to hunt down the bear. The triplets help Merida and Eleanor escape by trapping the clans on the roof of the castle, where they have to use their trousers linked together to climb down. Merida returns to the witch's cottage with Eleanor, only to find it deserted, and discovers a message from the witch. Unless Merida is able to mend the bonds torn by pride, before the second sunrise, the spell will become permanent. Merida helps her mother adapt to her new form by teaching her how to hunt for fish. Merida and Eleanor are led by the wisps to an enchanted ruin where they encounter Mordu. Realising that Mordu was the prince in the legend, Merida vows that she will not let the same thing happen to her mother and concludes that she needs to repair the family tapestry she damaged during their argument. They return to the castle to find the clans on the verge of war, Merida intends to relent and declare herself ready to choose a suitor, as tradition demands. 
But Eleanor prompts her instead to insist that the firstborns should be allowed to marry in their own time, to whomever they choose. The clans agree, breaking tradition, but renewing and strengthening their alliance. Merida sneaks into the tapestry room with Eleanor, whilst Fergus, looking for his wife, finds out that she is gone. Eleanor, who is losing her humanity, attacks Fergus, but suddenly regains her composure and flees the castle. Mistaking the queen for Mordu, and thinking it has eaten his wife, Fergus pursues the bear with the other clans, locking Merida in the castle. Merida escapes with the assistance of her brothers, who have also eaten the enchanted cake, and are now bear cubs. Merida repairs the tapestry and rides out after her father. Fergus and the other clans capture Eleanor, but Merida thwarts them before the real Mordu arrives. Mordu battles the clan warriors and targets Merida, but Eleanor intercedes, holding off Mordu and causing him to be crushed by a falling rock. This releases the spirit of the prince, who silently thanks Merida for freeing him. Merida covers her mother with the repaired tapestry, but she remains a bear. As the sun rises for the second time, Merida realises the mistakes she has made and reconciles with Eleanor, unknowingly fulfilling the true meaning of the witch's message and reversing the spell's effects on her mother and brothers. With Mordu gone, Merida and Eleanor work together on a new tapestry when they are called to the docks to bid farewell to the other clans and ride on their horses together. Brave was released on June 22nd, 2012, on a budget of $185 million. It made more than $540 million at the global box office. Writer and producer Brenda Chapman has stated that the inspiration for the story came from her relationship with her own daughter and their struggles to connect. Chapman was originally announced as Pixar's first female director. However, after creative disagreements between her and John Lasseter, she was replaced in 2013 by director Mark Andrews. Chapman has stated that she found the news of her replacement devastating, but later stated that her vision came through in the film and that she remained very proud of the movie and that she ultimately stood up for herself. Chapman stated in an interview in 2018 that while she was still bittersweet about being taken off the film and believed that there was no reason to do so creatively, she felt that it opened more doors to have that same thing happen again. Brave is also the first Pixar film with a lead female protagonist and Pixar's first film to have two credited directors. Mark Andrews went on to focus more on Merida and her troubled relationship with her mother. Among other things, he reduced many magic elements in the original story, which he found affected the environment. However, he has stated that he wanted to stay truthful to Chapman's original story. He said, The bones of the film were totally fine. That was not the issue. What was hanging off the bones were the problems. There were things that were just not working. The focus and the balance were totally out of whack. Brave went on to win the Academy Award, the Golden Globe, and the BAFTA Award for the Best Animated Feature Film. The film was originally announced on April 2008 as The Bear and the Bow, and Brave was Pixar's first fairy tale production. As such, and as Disney owns Pixar, and Merida is a princess, Disney officially announced that Merida would be crowned as the 11th official Disney princess at a ceremony at Walt Disney World on May 11th, 2013. The misunderstood dialect that young McGuffin speaks is called Doric, and is spoken in northeastern Scotland, including where McGuffin's voice actor, Kevin McKidd's hometown of Elgin, is actually located. Kevin McKidd has stated that he was particularly happy to work on this project 
because it was the first time in many years he'd been able to use his natural Scottish accent in a movie. As a part of production, two additional software programs were specifically developed for use in this and future Pixar movies. They were developed by Pixar in a span of three years, and one of them actually allowed for the simulation of Merida's 1,500 strands of hair curls to move together with her movements. Pixar created three original tartan patterns for the film for the three clans, Dunbrock, Dingwall, and McGuffin. Whilst Clan Macintosh actually wears red tartan similar to the non-fictional Clan Macintosh, the Walt Disney Company actually registered the Clan Dunbrock tartan with the official Scottish Register of Tartans upon the film's release. The registration was actually not the first for Disney. The company has also registered the tartan pattern for Clan McDuck back in 1942. The Pizza Planet truck, which is a fixture of nearly every full-length Pixar movie, can actually be spotted in the background in the Witch's Hut, even though there are actually no cars at the time the movie takes place. And the end credits to the film include a special tribute to Pixar co-founder and CEO Steve Jobs, who died tragically from cancer in 2011 partway through production. Pixar's head office and main production building in California, which also opened in 2011, is also named after the late co-founder. And that's about it for this week's movie. What did you think? I have to say that I absolutely loved Brave. And I have said this quite a few times, actually, and I've said it also this past week in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. I would go as far as saying that Merida, even though theoretically she's Pixar, but she has got the official title... I would go as far as saying that Merida is my favourite Disney princess. She's strong, she's powerful, she's independent, and I just love the story that she has. And also, she's from Scotland, which is literally just up the road from me. Okay, maybe not literally just up the road. It's maybe like a four or five hour (laughs) car journey, but uh, no, I absolutely love this story. I think it was done very, very well. And I agree that if they had had more magical elements in it, it would have felt maybe too overcomplicated. I think that using a film such as Onward to have more fantastical elements in it was probably a better way of going. So yeah, no, I absolutely loved this film and I'm excited to hear what you guys thought to it. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So let's see what you had to say. Over in the Discord, Brandon said, I've never seen this one before. I enjoyed watching Brave. And the unexpected twists and turns helped keep things interesting. Belle said, nice hair animation. Very pro-female. I'll shoot from my own hand. Sorry, that's my very poor Scottish accent there. Actually, fun fact for you. The town which I live in is actually theoretically owned by Scotland, even though it's located in England. There was some really, really old ancient documents that turned out that where I live was actually sold to the King of Scotland way, 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 way back when. And it never actually formally exchanged hands again. So theoretically, I'm Scottish, but I don't live in Scotland. So yeah, try and work that one out. Also, Tim over on Instagram, who has been commenting actually quite a few times recently on some of the movies, he said, this is one of my least favorite Pixar animation projects. It felt too Disney for me. Don't get me wrong, I completely agree where you're coming from with that. Of course, they did integrate Merida as a Disney princess. So, yes, I I completely agree that there was a lot of Disney inspiration there. But for me, it was still a Pixar movie. It had all of those Pixar elements to it. And yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. But no, thank you very much for your comment on that. Speaking of Brave actually being integrated within Disney properties, I'd actually forgot that Merida is actually featured in Ralph Breaks the Internet, is it? Which is the Rick It Ralph sequel. 
And she's in the room with the princesses and comments to uh, the main character. Oh, I forget her name. Oh, what is it? Vanellope. That's it. So, so Vanellope can be seen in a room with all of the Disney princesses. And, of course, Meredith is there. And she makes a comment at one point in a very, very heavy Scottish accent. I mean, it's much heavier than it is within Brave, actually. And the other princesses turn around and says, oh, she's from the other studio. And I just thought that was a really, really funny line. Thank you, everyone, as always, for your comments on the movie this week. Now, though, it's time to see what the guys over at Diz His had to say about the movie Brave. Over to you, guys. Diz His, Diz His Review. Review. So what do you guys think about Brave? Uh, I mean, I think I think it is a very underrated movie. For sure. Yeah. For I, sure. I think when you think about Disney movies, right? Ratatouille, I think, is a very underrated Disney movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think this one's right in it. What do you guys think about this movie, uh, Alex? Um, I I like it a lot. I've seen it a couple times because my daughter likes it, and I don't know if you've seen the Mordor, uh, sh- Mordor, Mordor from like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> Mordu, the Mordu oh, okay. short on Disney. Um, that came out I think this year. It's pretty good. I like the art style, but the the movie I think is really good, and I think Brave is a great role model for girls. Uh, kind of in a sense like Pocahontas and uh, like um, the girl from Star Wars, the newer one. I don't know her name. Ray. Ray, kind of like the independent woman who can kick anyone's butt and stuff. Um, so I think she, it's a great Pixar movie. Okay, how about you, Jen? Because I feel like this movie would uh, kind of touch, uh, re- kind of um, touch a nerve. Yeah, I guess you can say, or like kind of, you know, <laughs> she doesn't like bears. To you. Yeah, she doesn't like bears. She's scared of bears. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> um so it's funny because no when it came out you know it was um I can't what year did it come out I don't even know I feel like my daughter was younger um so you're thinking about it and just like you said Alex hit the nail on the head it's definitely a you know independence teaching kind of movie and um I love that aspect of it but of course you know the mother-daughter conflict that kind of stings a little bit when you revisit that later in life but you know Uh hey they all come back around. That's true. Because now, Nat, Nat, she's like always at your house, right? I got a, I get daily texts of, mom, what do I do with this? Mom, how do I do this? What do I do with that? What would you do? So. So you, you're kind of like living the movie once again. I am. I am. <laughs> okay. How about you, Chris? Is a Brave is one of those movies that's, uh, I think, let me think. That was one of the first movies. I guess it's not one of the first movies because you had Aladdin and stuff like that. But it was kind of when you, we got a cool uh, dive into a different culture that we don't usually see yeah. uh, on the screen. I think that Disney and Pixar does that best. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that was one of the first movies where we really dove into that because then we got, um, you know, in the next few years, we got Moana, we got Raya. Uh, so it was kind of cool. I feel like this was just one of those um, just kind of good educational movies on on culture without even knowing so that's what i liked about it i think a big difference is the accents like a lot of other movies don't have any accents and this one has that all the accents true. in it yeah what are you talking about what what do you mean what am i talking like about coco right no, but before, before coco. Oh, okay. Before. okay okay and, yeah. e- and even oh, coco is what the one other movie you can name what other movies do they have accents like all the people have an accent how about that new one with from? like the um luca yeah oh my god stop naming movies coming in the last couple years <laughs> I know Leon what you're talking Stitch. about before. Leon Stitch. Do they have accents in those? Yeah, the, uh, the alien. Oh, the Aladdin alien. had an English accent. <laughs> yeah, that that's sense. true. Yeah, but so my who are your favorite characters in this in this movie? I love the three little boys. Okay. 
How about you, uh, Chris? The bear, because uh, he was Which my favorite bear? character in Mordu. Oh, Mordu? Why? Because he's my favorite character in that game that we played, that we used to play. <laughs> what game? The, the, the mobile app. game. The mobile game. Oh. He was a, a nice good character knockout. in that game. He had a nice and, knockout. Um, Disney Source. <laughs> Disney Source, Source Arena. Arena. Yeah. He, had, he had a good taunt. He had a good knockout. Yeah, he was a good character. Okay, how about you, Jen? You know, I kind of like King Fergus. Yeah. Yeah, me. that's my favorite character. Is that the... Just which one's King big Fergus? and imposing, goofy. The main... Her, her father? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I also like the other kings. Oh, that's my favorite part of the movie, man. It's at the very beginning, they all yeah. start fighting. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Mordo is kind of misunderstood, too. <laughs> is he? <laughs> is he Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've never Why? seen this movie, and I was hoping you'd be like, yeah, you know what? He really was. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get to, uh, to watch I was like, what movie, movie were you watching? This like, Did we miss like the end credit scene? <laughs> if you like Mordo so much, you should watch this new short that's out. The Mordo short? Yes. I will. It made a short. It's a good bear. Want to hear more from Alex, Joe, and Jen? Go to dizhis.com. Thank you very much as always, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1pm and 8pm Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or, of course, on any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Also, if you want to leave me an audio message or audio comment on the movie, you can do so at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. For this next week's movie, we'll be watching what I feel is an absolute classic, and we'll be watching Cool Runnings. Until then, though, hopefully you have a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, and hopefully you can tune in again next week. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.